District of Conservation is sponsored by CFACT. To learn more about our sponsor, head over to CFACT.org. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I typically don't post more than two episodes a week since I've started to publish multiple podcasts, but I figure since I'm just about to embark on this spring tour, I'm going to dedicate this episode largely to my spring speaking tour kicking off tomorrow and where I'm going to be traveling to, hitting up, and how possibly you could tune in, especially in the virtual sense. But there are opportunities if you're in the areas of these soon-to-be-mentioned locations. I would love to welcome you, especially if you have a child or if you're a student at any of these universities or if you are attending these conferences. So here it is. Here is where I'll be going to to talk about how conservation is inherently conservative and how conservative philosophy, political philosophy can work and pair well with true conservation efforts. I've learned how to make an argument from an academic standpoint in that way. So it's always a fun lecture, very well received and apparently in high demand. Then I'm also going to be doing some other lectures pertaining to gun rights in 2022. That's something I've also been asked to speak about. And then I have a few more speeches that are pending, which I won't put out until I confirm. But we're going to talk conservation and gun rights. So two of my favorite subjects as it relates to the podcast as well. So here is where you can expect to find me this spring and maybe a little bit into the summer. Tomorrow, I will be flying to North Carolina specifically to speak at Appalachian State University. I had to correct myself in terms of pronunciation. I say Appalachian up here in Virginia, but North Carolinians are very particular. So I've heard both the pronunciations used. So pardon me if I mispronounced Appalachian. Forgive me for such an utterance. I can correct myself. But I'm going to App State University. I'm going to be speaking on campus at 6 p.m. in Belk 114. I have the graphic out there for you all to check out. If you're in the area or you know people in Boone, North Carolina, please send them my way. The student organizers are promising a decent attendance. They seem really good about organizing people. I'm really encouraged by that, and they're very excited by the looks of it to have me. So I'm honored that I get to speak to them and maybe offer some encouragement to them in this niche area. A week afterwards, I'm going to be revisiting Florida State University to similarly give a conservationist conservative speech. I don't know what room yet, but that will be given to me shortly. But after I spoke there in January, I was immediately requested to return to campus. So that'll be fun to go there again for a quick trip. Uh, But that's at 7 p.m. Eastern on March 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern. As of now, I'll have a little break between these two upcoming speeches in March. I may have something on March 24th. There is some discussion of me maybe going to Michigan. Once I confirm those details, I'll let you know. But if not, I will be speaking then at the Second Amendment Day conference just outside Columbus, Ohio, in an event hosted by CFAC's chapter at Ohio State University alongside the Students for Liberty. So I'll be talking about gun rights in 2022. This is a speech I delivered at FSU on January 26th. So they were very interested in having me speak about this, kind of where things look policy-wise and politically and trends. So we're going to have fun talking about that at this really beautiful lodge. I think it's the Deer Creek Lodge. If you're in the area and you're interested, I will provide all the details. Please inquire to me if you're interested. And then a little bit later, I'm going to be speaking locally at George Mason University just before Earth Day on April 20th. 
That event, I believe, is at 7 p.m. It's in Fairfax, Virginia. I'm not too far from Fairfax, Virginia. And we're going to talk about how capitalism conserves or how free enterprise conserves. And I'm going to make this lecture, like I had mentioned previously, very, very interactive. Really excited for that. And I will be broadcasting that virtually as well. Like I said, with every speech, there will be a virtual accompaniment as well. The next day, I'm going to be flying to Lincoln, Nebraska to speak and support CFACT in their sponsorship of the Stop 3030 Summit. I'm going to talk about how activists, namely hunters, anglers, ranchers, landowners, farmers, if they're really passionate about stopping 3030, the 30 by 30 initiative, which promises to conserve 30% of waters and 30% of lands by 2030, although it is very dubious. And as I've argued before, a lot of those aims are already fulfilled. We actually already conserve according to governmental data from the geological service of the federal land that is already set aside for no touching, no multiple use. We already conserve about 41% of that. So I'm going to be helping people who are very close and have close proximity to these concerns about how to go about interacting with media, how to craft your message successfully, go on the offensive, and how to help them increase their chances of getting their comments, commentary published, and to have interview talking points uh, if they are requested to speak. So I'm really excited for that because I actually really love talking about kind of media pitching. That's actually what I primarily do. Everyone thinks I just podcast or write, and that's how I make my livelihood. I'm actually largely a consultant and multimedia creator. So anytime I can work in an issue that I care about and overlap it with my media work, I love that. That's an added bonus. I'm not sure about the ability to broadcast that, but I will have pictures and hopefully some interviews with the host, Governor Pete Ricketts of Nebraska, maybe some of the other congressional speakers and activists. Uh, we had Margaret Beifeld previously on the podcast. Go revisit that. I'll include it in the show notes just to kind of educate yourself on 3030 and some of the problems inherent in it. It's not some conspiracy theory that a lot of supporters of 3030 are saying that criticism of it is conspiratorial. It's not. You have to read the details and learn more. And like I said, it's going to be a very important issue. I potentially have some other speaking gigs, like I alluded to in Michigan, possibly in Massachusetts sometime in April. So once we work out the details, I think there will be a few more speeches. I usually don't take requests so last minute, but if it works with my schedule and I'm trying to make it so... I figure why not? I like traveling and I think it'd be a good opportunity to do so and spread this message that I've been trying to communicate. And obviously it's not about me. It's about the issue and the importance of educating people about free market environmentalism, true conservation, second amendment rights, the confluence of gun rights and conservation and energy and how it's a security issue. In addition to being an energy policy issue, super, super important because we sadly see the prevailing dominant positions be very preservationist, be very anti-capitalist, be very much against private property rights. And this country is moving in a direction where private action and volunteerism are the better ways to address environmental problems rather than having a top-down kind of governmental approach to address emissions, to address different issues. So really, really humbled and honored that I get to be able to do this and I hope you will follow along in the journey as well. Like I said, there will be virtual broadcasts of my speech. You can watch in real time or you can watch after they are published. 
and just follow my YouTube channel if you want to see all the speeches beginning with my speech tomorrow in North Carolina. We'll have everything available. I'm very tech savvy now, so I know how to do this, but I really appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to the show and supporting my work. I can't do it alone. So if you're able and empowered to do so, please get informed, share the resources I include here and just tell people to kind of take these issues seriously. It shouldn't be dominated by people of just one political thinking, by the preservationists, by the radical environmentalists. We have to fight back and go on the offensive, rhetorically speaking, obviously, win the battle of ideas. Thanks for listening to this episode of District of Conservation. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're following the podcast on your preferred player. We recommend Apple because that's where the largest share of our listenership hails from. And you can also find us on Spotify and dozens of other platforms. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat nor a guest announcement. And please, please, please go leave us some reviews on Apple and Spotify. Those help us go a long way in seeing how far we can go and measure our progress. So we really appreciate that. If you enjoy this podcast, please share the word with your friends, share links to individual episodes and to the podcast. Want to appear on the podcast? Have an interesting story to tell? I'm all ears. Shoot me a message and we'll do our best to process your request.